Hello, and thank you so much for pushing play to listen to Digging Deep, an OK One podcast. My name is MG Govia. I'm the education and outreach liaison of OK One, And we're so glad you joined us in this podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about pretty much the member's responsibility or how a member of OK One uses the A11 process. And our guest is Keely Hosman with New Star Energy. And Keely, before we even take off in our conversation, could you let our listeners know a little bit about you? Yeah, um, so I am New Star's One Call Coordinator. I've been here since October of 2018. Um, prior to that, um, I actually had worked with a public awareness company um, that worked with a lot of people in the industry. And then actually, um, my field of study in college was completely unrelated to the industry at all. And I studied criminal justice and psychology. Oh, okay. So you took the long way to get into the industry as well. Um, I always talk about my um, introduction into one call life. If you would have told me 10 years ago that I'd be going around the state talking about digging all the time, I probably would have laughed at you. So, um, but once you get in the industry, I don't know if you're like me, but you realize just the importance of what we do, not only on for new star to protect their underground facilities but to keep people safe and um promote the process right oh yeah absolutely and i mean you know when i was going to college one of the big emphasis that i had was i want to help the community obviously mm -hmm. um and you realize just how much in a role like this you really are helping the community exactly um so Newstar, um, if people aren't familiar with the company, can you tell us a little bit what Newstar has in Oklahoma? Yeah, so Newstar actually operates in eight Oklahoma counties. They're going to be Carter, Cimarron, Greer, Harmon, Jackson, Jefferson, Texas, and Tillman. Um, in Oklahoma, Newstar transports crude oil and refined products. Gotcha. So pretty much the northwest portion of Oklahoma? Yeah, so um, we actually have a little bit, it's going to be in, it's going to be more southern, um, like the Ardmore, Altus type area. Oh, yeah. You know what? I don't have my map in front of me. I should have known that. Now that I think about the counties, it does match up. So good job, Keely. Um, <laughs> you you passed my ge geography quiz of the day. So, um, well, I'm been... so glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, I, I just try to stump people just randomly um, because I knew that all along, I promise. Um, so let's dive in uh, to a year role with Newstar. You've been there since 2018. Um, so what what's a day of Keeley's job like? Yeah, so in my role, I actually place like the immediate calls to Newstar's locators. And one thing about Newstar that's a little bit different from some other companies you may work with, um, all of Newstar's locators are actually Newstar personnel. So we don't use a third party locating company. Mm -hmm. um, our locators actually have a number of different responsibilities in addition to line locating. 
Um, so I'll place out any, um, basically dispatch any of the one call tickets that Newstar receives in our ticket management system. And so I'll call them on emergency tickets just to let them know, hey, this one takes priority. And then any other tickets that they may have questions on or, um, you know, the one call law in a certain state, they know that they can reach out to me and we can kind of go from there. Outstanding. Um, do you know kind of your ticket volume? I should have looked this up before. Do you know about how many tickets you process a week or a month? Oh, gosh, that's really kind of challenging to track down. We usually run it um, by state and by mobile. Okay. Um, I did not look for uh, Oklahoma before this. Um, but yeah, I, I typically it's broken out into our regions and then we break it down further by state and by the individual that's completing those tickets. Gotcha. Well, I know that um, just from my history with OKAVN1, from my member services days to now with education, I know Newstar's been a name that I see on a lot of tickets. So I know that you are doing a good job on getting those dispatched. So because of our roles, um, I know public awareness is something that you had a little bit of background in before joining um, Newstar. What is it like to have that role also uh, with Newstar to help them with their public awareness of letting people know that you have facilities in the area and the contact A11 and the things that FEMSA uh, regulates and things of that nature? Yeah, so, you know, actually, it's interesting because the bigger portion of that is going to land um, on our locators. So when we participate in some of those um, public awareness and damage prevention meetings in the mm -hmm. state, our locators are actually attending those meetings to meet with the excavators and the public officials and emergency responders because obviously you know they're out there in those communities and they're the ones that know the pipeline and know how to say oh hey yeah our pipeline's located at you know x road and y road and um, if you have any questions here's my business card reach out to me directly and a lot of times that's what you see with our locators is you know, we'll get a ticket in and they'll be like, oh yeah, I have so-and-so's number saved in my phone. Like they just get to know the individuals in those communities. Perfect. I know that that is kind of, I think not only coming down from CGA or Common Ground Alliance for those listeners who don't know, um, and us as liaisons on the one call side, um, communication and relationships is public awareness. Um, if it's not only just having signs everywhere you can or passing out flyers or what I call temporary trash um, to people. It's more than just trying to get um, a logo out. It's actually saying, hey, not only are we here, but we're humans and this is our community and we're protecting the environment as well as the underground facility. And then, of course, the workers and those that are going to be working around the facilities. I know that's a direction that we've taken with our education and outreach, and I've seen a lot of uh, companies have similar aspects of, or aspects of that um, mentality of just not only being a sign, but also being a person that they can contact and um, to have that safety mindset around those underground facilities. Yeah, absolutely. So one thing that Newstar and OK11 does is we work together um, because Newstar just like all facility members of OK One, um, they have a partnership with us that's 
started by the fact that you have your assets registered with us and you receive locate requests. And then we take that partnership and then we uh, look to do safety education. We look at our webinars. We've um, worked together with uh, Safety Day presentations and our expo. Um, I know that one thing that was really cool about this is getting permission from um, Neistar to talk to you about this process and how long or how important it is to utilize A11 as a pipeline company. Honestly, there isn't a whole lot that, like I attend virtually, but my role doesn't allow for a lot of travel since I do a lot of the dispatch of the tickets. Um, right. And so a majority of where that comes into play would be when there's the damage prevention meetings and that typically are held by Paradigm. Okay. Um, how long have you partnered with Paradigm? Do you know? Because I and do you send locators to those Paradigm meetings? Yeah, our locators do attend the Paradigm Coordinated Response and Excavator Exercise Pipeline Safety Programs um, in Altus, Lawton, Duncan, and Ardmore each year. Okay. Um, so you'll you'll always be able to speak with a new star representative at those meetings. Awesome. Yeah. Um. So I get on the road with Paradigm as well as OKM1's representative. And so um, I'll definitely be looking for um, your new star uh, locators when I'm doing in those towns. So that'll be really cool. So um, you go to all of them? I go to most. Um, all the ones that say Core X um, or Core Excavator programs, those I try to go to to uh, give like a 15, 20 minute message on A11. Um, before they really dive into um, the more of the response type stuff. Gotcha. That's that's quite a few meetings, so it does keep you busy. <laughs> it does. Um, there's some programs that uh, Paradigm and I work together where I'll have a video that I send them to play. Um, if it's a, a small or a fewer attended meeting, um, I may not make the road trip for it, and I'll just send a video for that same information to be passed along. But I do try to get to as many as possible in person because, like we were saying earlier, with public awareness, um, the relationships and being a face is a little bit more um, important or more effective when it comes to public awareness than just sometimes a video going out there. Yeah, and just them being able to ask questions on site. Exactly, exactly. So one thing that... Um, you and I talked about before we hit the record button was why A11 is so important. And so I'm going to kind of just kind of leave that open question to you and let me get your thoughts on why is A11 important, not only in Oklahoma, but everywhere that one calls are made. So I have a kind of personal funny story um, about my grandfather. Okay. And I, you know, we bought a, a property from my grandfather and we were going to put in a new sidewalk. And he had told me that he knew, it, you know, obviously exactly where everything was on the property. Um, and I was like, no, we, we still need to have him come out. You know, we need to call 811. Uh, it's, it's not a big deal. We'll just wait. Okay, that's fine. Well, you know, 811 tickets in we wait the two days they come out um and sure enough there is a gas line our gas line runs so close to our mailbox and it helped me learn because we actually ended up having to replace our mailbox 
later on. And it just was one of those things where I was like, man, that would have been so scary had we hit our gas line when we were replacing our mailbox later on if I hadn't contacted 811. It's just kind of funny because you do hear that a lot. I know our locators hear that frequently where they're like, oh, well, we didn't think we needed to call because we know where everything's at. Well, you may think you know where everything's at, um, but this is just an example of, no, we, we don't always know that. It's just better to be safe and not risk, you know, I could have gotten injured, my husband could have, could have gotten injured, um, and then not to mention that we would have had a, a pretty hefty bill, I would imagine, um, from the gas company for damaging that line. Um, and then, you know, on top of that, I think another important thing to know is just making sure that we're putting in our information accurately when we do place a one-call ticket. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we aren't putting where we're actually going to be working, that doesn't do any good. Um, the, the locators, when they're looking at these tickets and they're reading the work information, need to know where they need to mark and where you're going to be working so that, you know, they're not mismarking an area or not marking, you know, 200 feet to the west when you're actually going to be right on top of us, right? So right. that's a really important thing is just make sure that all the information on those one call tickets when you're placing them is accurate. Exactly. Um, A11 is always important to be the first communication that goes out to the facility owners that are in the area of your work. But within that notification, the excavator or the one who's going to be digging needs to provide um, as accurate information as possible. Um, the whole thing is a communication hub. Um, our excavators communicate to the utilities through the one call that digging is going to take place. And the more accurate that information is, the better the locator can uh respond to it, provide the markings that are necessary, um, maybe even um, realize it's all clear if the information um, shows that that work isn't going to be on top of their lines. So a lot of opportunity um, to improve that communication. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting that you say that um, because I think a lot of the misconception is that, oh, okay, any pipeline, any um, telephone line, anything of that sort is going to get automatically notified if they're on my property. And I I do think that that is a misconception when people contact 811 um, because, you know, there's a lot of things that go into play from a member perspective of setting up that mapping on the back end Mm -hmm. with a GIS department and making sure that we set up a buffer zone to be notified of the tickets within a certain distance. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I've gotten several calls from, you know, more so homeowners um, than anything. And I think that that's, something important to know also yeah and when it comes to the public awareness of homeowners that is such a huge um portion of our um, state's population right um there's far more non-professional excavators than there are professional excavators and then when there's a non-professional or a homeowner how do we know when to target them um obviously in the spring around april national safety month we uh, work with home improvement stores and uh, pool rental places and stuff like that, trying to get ahead of the homeowners. Um, but that doesn't always catch the guy who already has a garage full of stuff and he hasn't done a project in 
five years and all of a sudden he decides he wants to plant a tree and may find a line the hard way. So we try to do all we can to help those non-professionals uh, be aware. And luckily um, with you being with the pipeline company, you know how important the pipeline markers are and how much information is on those. And then uh, we do mail outs um, to anybody who's done locate requests. We do quite a bit that we can get information to the general public, hopefully to avoid circumstances where they just don't call. That's the hardest thing to fight is the no calls. I think that that was really neat that you guys saw outside of the box with the beer for 811 day this year. Um, and I think you did that last year as well, right? Yeah. Um, so I am excited about that. Um, um, thanks for bringing it up. I get to talk about the fun project that we did. Uh, yeah, this is the second year in a row um, that we've released a beer with a local uh, brewery. Uh, they brew, obviously, no one at OK1, to my knowledge, is a brewer. So we went to um, a, a local brewery here in Oklahoma City, asked them to uh, make a beer for us. And it's a pineapple Mexican lager that turned out really well. Uh, we uh, released it on August 11th a one one day um and it's available in stores in oklahoma so if you are listening to this and you haven't gotten a chance to try it you can either go to the tap room and at cross timbers brewery here in oklahoma city or you can um ask your local liquor store to carry it so um good information there and yeah that is something that um you're right outside the pots is definitely what we did um because when you think of a, a billboard this is how i pitched it to my um, leadership. When you look at a billboard, you drive by it and you're done, right? And we also have to hope that all the traffic that ever will buy a shovel drives by that one billboard. And so I've looked at um, cans of beer as many billboards. I have a six pack of billboards walking around and um, it's gonna be in the liquor store. It's gonna be in people's hands. Um, I can see uh, crews sharing. Um, a, a, a beer after work so i just saw that as an opportunity and we did get a lot of um response last year and a lot of engagement from it so we're hoping for even more this year we doubled our production um to get it more statewide than we did last year so we're excited about it so thanks for um bringing that up one of the different ways to do stuff yeah i think that's wonderful i'm surprised that you don't have other one call centers reaching out trying to get that idea and take off with it because it definitely seems like it would be a conversation starter um, when you are having, you know, a get together and the beer's present. Definitely. And so hopefully other one calls have. I know that uh, North Dakota uh, did one in April. And so they sent me the can art and bragged on it. I haven't gotten the beer itself, um, but I know that they uh, had a, a beer called Ale One One. And so um, if North Dakota happens to listen to this podcast, North Dakota A11, um, please save a beer for me. Um, but yeah, right. I think so I, you need to start a collection. Exactly. Just any state that does this from non, here on out, just send me a beer. We'll have a A11 beer share. It'll be fun. Uh, so <laughs> I, I, I know, right? Um, so you're more than invited to come down to Oklahoma um, for that whenever it happens. We want to ask you to subscribe to our podcast so that you can be the first to hear each new episode. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to follow the channel for not only our podcast, but also educational videos on Oki 811 services. 
Follow us on social media to know of upcoming educational events, such as safety days or our expo, or to know the next time we may be hiring. Thank you for listening to Digging Deep, an Oki 811 podcast. After you subscribe, be sure to share. Yeah, so um, we've talked about it quite a bit today. Um, obviously, your role with Newstar, we've talked about the uh, damage prevention efforts and public awareness efforts that Newstar does, and then in partnership with OK1. And then we also got to brag on that beer campaign as well. Um, is there something that when you think about why you do your job or what uh, gets you up in the morning to go back to work and dispatch all these tickets and all this other stuff. Is there anything like that you can explain that drive or that passion that you have for damage prevention? Yeah, so obviously, um, you know, given my background and what I went to school for, like I mentioned earlier, you know, I've always wanted to help the community in some capacity. And and it took me a while to really understand um, once I graduated, there's so many other ways that you can help ensure a safe community. Um, and this is one of those ways. You know, um, I'm proud to say, you know, I have an 11 year old son and he understands what 811 is and the importance of calling. And he's going to be an excavator someday, you know, at some point he's probably going to want to plant a tree or, you know, he's going to need to replace a mailbox, something of that nature. And he might even bring it up to his friends when they're passing, you know, flags and there's paint on the ground. Um, I think it's just one of those things where it is a way that you can ensure safety in the community. And um, it's so easy, right? Um, They call you guys, they place the ticket, and then they just wait for the companies to provide a response. And then, you know, they can call you with questions. um, And, you know, OK811's website's wonderful. Um, I do see a lot of different one-call websites in my role. Um, and it's great because you have so much information available, uh, not just for you know member companies or professional excavators, but also for those homeowners and for the kids too. Yeah, um, we we try to do everything we can to get those resources out. If and um, I don't know if you saw my um, LinkedIn post the other day on a one one day, but I have now claimed the story of Eugene getting a pool that's on our YouTube channel as a holiday tradition for parents to show their child. So it's um, so hopefully that'll take off. It's only one year into it, but why not make it a tradition at least for Oklahoma parents to show their kids what a one one is. So if you haven't seen that yet, Keely, you definitely need to go check out that video. Oh, yep. I'm going to have to after this call. That's for sure. Awesome. Well, uh, Keely, I appreciate you so much. I know that um, you and I get to talk quite a bit on uh, coordinating when um, doing some safety trainings. You've also uh, shown up to some of our webinars that we do on Wednesdays. So um, I've always been appreciative of your feedback and your um, your knowledge that you have in damage prevention and public awareness. So I appreciate you spending time with me and sharing even more information with our listeners that may not know much about Newstar, but now they do. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on, MG. I really do appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. 
And for our listeners, please take the time to like and follow our YouTube channel. Uh, make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have any questions or have suggestions for future guests or topics, feel free to email me. My email address is easy. It's the word education at oki811.org. And I look forward to hearing from you. And thank you for all that you do to keep safe in Oklahoma.